Welcome to Season 4 of The Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom, where we discuss business agility through customer experience, employee experience, and digital transformation. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. The Agile World Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to techsystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed on this show, you can go to my website at gregkilstrom.com and read my latest articles or get a copy of my latest book, Meaningful Measurement of the Customer Experience, now available on Amazon and other retailers. My name is Greg Kilstrom, and I'm the host of the Agile Brand Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the business value of partner programs to both the sales pipeline as well as to the customer experience. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Bernie Kassar, Chief Customer Officer at Exactly, a revenue intelligence company working with LinkedIn, DocuSign, and more. Bernie, welcome to the show. Hi, Greg. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, looking forward to talking about this this topic with you. So why don't we start with you giving a little background on yourself as well as what you're currently doing at Exactly. Sounds good. Well, I've been Exactly for over a decade, and currently as a Chief Customer Officer, I own a couple of areas of responsibility. I like to think of it as customer experience, and that's a number of different customer-facing groups from customer success, support, and education services, as well as renewals. So we really get engaged after the the sales cycle is closed. Great, great. Well, uh, let's start by talking about the, the business value of partner programs from both a strategic as well as a financial perspective. So uh, what's the way that you would recommend that an organization look at a partner program from that strategic perspective? You know, the, the best way that I like to describe it is leverage and scale. And, and so in, in these scenarios, when you're looking at a partner ecosystem or creating a partner program, what you're trying to get to is one plus one equals three. So you have that, you have that capacity through your partner program to really uh, figure out how to get more leads. Uh, if, you, if you have a revenue share operation, you can really generate more business together. Uh, but also credibility and, and validation. Those are the areas I focus on. Great, great. Uh, what about the value of a partner program to the sales pipeline? You know, the, the best part about having a partner program is you have another set of ears uh, as you're selling to a client. So they can... I mentioned they can generate leads for you, but once you're actually in a sales cycle, if you have the right partner, you can accelerate the ability to close that deal based off of what the prospect or customer is telling you and what they're telling the partner. So you can really triangulate on what's the best solution to uh, to service to that prospect or customer. But it really, in our case, and in a lot of other companies' cases, is it's accelerating that deal to closure and being able to uh, do a gut check, so to speak, uh, on how, how you're progressing and how you're performing in that actual sales cycle. Yeah, because I mean, I would imagine, you know, with, with some of the, the companies that, that you're working with, I mean, you know, these are, these are not, uh, this is not a, an instant buy now kind of kind of sales cycle, right? So it's um, there. There's probably a lot of nuance and a, a lot of things that that come into play, as well as potential to expand a deal, right? Correct, correct. Depending on your your solution that you're selling for us, we sell uh, enterprise to mid market level solutions. So there is a little bit longer sales cycle, right. and, and you you get that that feel. If, 
you have a partner program that's accelerating your sales channel where they're actually a reseller, that's a different story, but um, you, you described it well. Well, let's, uh, let's talk a little more specifically about Exactly's partner program, which includes alliances with companies like Microsoft, Oracle, and Salesforce, as well as, well as many others. Um, first, I think it might help to explain a little bit about what Exactly does. I know you t- ch- talked about it briefly in your intro, but can you just share a brief description just to give some context here of, of the program? Sure. So Exactly was founded in 2005, and really we've grown through, or we've evolved over the years. We started off as an incentive compensation management company, and it's really automating the whole process of paying commissions. And then over the years, we've evolved into sales performance management, adding the ability to manage quotas and territories for large sales organizations. And most recently, uh, over the course of the last 18 months, we moved into the intelligent revenue platform. So we really help companies with their sales planning, uh, their ability to forecast their revenue pipeline management, uh, as well as uh, the two areas that I just mentioned, which is the incentive comp and, and territory and quota management. Got it. And so the the partner program then how does that fit in and and why you know why did you choose to to invest the resources that you have in it so our partner program has two two approaches really if you think of some of the companies that you mentioned microsoft oracle and salesforce they're our isv program uh so we work with them to to be able to bring solutions that we integrate together within the isv program we have two two levels. One is referrals where our salute, our partners will just refer business to us because they, they know that we can solve the, the problem that the customer has and it's not their area of focus. The second is really the revenue share where we build integrations with companies like Microsoft and companies like Salesforce where our solutions talk to each other and, and we bring that to market together and, and sell it together. The other main area is our the SIs, the system integrators. These are the folks that actually implement our solutions. And so we, we have that two-pronged approach so that we can really um, provide an a end-to-end solution for our customers. That's great. So what are some of the, the benefits that you've seen and that exactly has seen um, from having this program in place? Well, I think there are three areas really is broader exposure, um, having other companies talk about your solutions while you're also trying to, to sell to them. So from a marketing aspect, that's, uh, that's one of the areas. The second is credibility and, and having a third party be able to talk about your solutions, integrate with your solutions, and being able to provide positive references and working with you is the, the second area. The last and probably the most important is scale. So as you move into new geographies um, and, and really trying to, if you if you are a global company like we are, trying to uh, penetrate those markets, it's so much easier to go into that market with an established partner that already understands the region or understands the business practices to help scale your business and, and sell together. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Let's uh, let's switch gears here a little bit and talk about partner programs and how they re- relate to the customer and the and the customer experience. So, 
Um, from your from your perspective, you know, how does a how does a partner program like yours improve the products and services that Exactly offers from a customer perspective? Sure. As we're looking at different partners, some of the questions we ask from the product side of the house is: are, Is this something we can build? Or is this something we can partner uh, with another company that already builds this and focuses their energy on it? And then the last area, is this a company or a product that we want to buy? But when we're looking at the, when we're looking at different partners, we're looking at those first two build versus partner. And and the nice thing about it is it creates an opportunity to either fill out uh, our portfolio of solutions. So if there's something we don't do, but it's complementary to what we do, it makes sense to partner in that area because we're bringing one end-to-end solution to the customer. Uh, a quick example of that was Salesforce, their CPQ solution, which is uh, their quoting solution, works really nicely and integrates with our solutions when it comes to quoting and trying to pay commissions after the, the actual deal is structured and closed. So building that type of integration makes a lot of sense versus us going out and building out our, our own CPQ solution. Um, so it's really understanding what that partner is going to bring to the table and being able to to either fill out the solution or, as I mentioned earlier in the program, if it's a great lead generation um, partnership, that's uh, that's great as well. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, in that in that Salesforce example, I think, you know, benefit to the customer, I would imagine, among among others is, you know, they're already using Salesforce most likely. So it's a natural thing to use your product in conjunction instead of making them change uh, a, you know, a big part of their behavior. It's a value add to use your, your product um, with something they're already using and, and have enabled across the enterprise and, and all that stuff. So that, that makes sense as, as one example. How, any other examples or you know, how would you define the, the benefit to the overall customer experience when a, when a company like yours has a, a robust partner program like yours? I think one of the things that we look at, so you just gave a great example of just the seamless integration of, um, in our case, a sales person uh, as our end user. If they can seamlessly be in Salesforce and move to our application so it looks and feels like one motion, it makes their lives a lot easier as they they go through their day. Same with uh, Microsoft Dynamics uh, and and Oracle CRM solution. But the second part is as you align with different partners, it culture matters. So if if we can align our cultures and and we have similar cultures, it's really easy to work together in front of the customer because we're, we're usually behaving in the same way. So one of the, one of the things that we look for is not only product fit, but how is the, the chemistry between our sales forces? It truly is a, an integrated solution, and, and we work with each other to try to sell um, to the same customer. So culture is a big one, and, and that really helps in the, in the extension of the customer experience. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, a, that's an interesting point because, yeah, I think a lot of times when we talk about customer experience and, and things like this, we're looking at end user and we're looking at maybe ease of technical integration and everything like that. But again, to kind of go back to the sales process, which is often ongoing. I mean, you know, these these large scale implementations, there's continual change and continual transformation. So having the customer not feel like they're just being sold something and it's more of a partnership as well. You know, you have a partnership with the Oracles and Salesforces and all that, but 
treating it more as a partnership with your customers and that seamlessness. I mean, that's having been on both sides of that, I would say that's that's a huge thing to, again, to not feel like they're just being sold something, but it's actual the one plus one equals three example that you gave earlier. It makes a big difference, especially when you have folks that have been selling for us or for these other partner organizations for a long time, and they're looked at as a trusted advisor. So when it comes to the system integrators like the KPMGs or the Accentures of the world, these folks make their living based off of the relationships they build with executives. It really helps that if you're in line with the same cultures, the same selling practices, the customer or the prospect feels a lot more comfortable doing business with you because they they feel like uh, you're one in the same. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, one last question before we wrap up, um, you know, for those that, I mean, you know, Exactly's partner program is is robust and, and you've been working on this and, and have some great partners. For those that may not be quite where Exactly is, you know, what's, what's a piece of advice you would have for companies that are considering starting a partner program in, in the months ahead? So, you know, what can they do to set things up to be most successful? I think more than ever with where we are at a macroeconomic uh, state, uh, we're trying, every company is trying to do more with less. But I think if you haven't started a partner program, it would really set the goal of what you're trying to accomplish. Is, is this partner program to increase your, your lead flow and your, your pipeline? Is it to actually integrate with other solutions if you are a software company? Uh, I'm using software examples just because that's the business we're, we're in. Sure. But if you are a software company or or not, who do you want to work closer with um, in your partner ecosystem? So are you willing to give up some of your revenue knowing that you're going to get more deals together and you have a better solution to, to sell together? So the revenue share aspect, or is it the third and final thing that we talked about earlier? Are you actually filling out your solution set for something that you don't want to invest in, but it actually makes it a lot easier for the customer to know that you work closely with an investment they've made with another vendor. So the the number one thing is set the goal of what you're trying to accomplish with that partner program. And once that's been established, the most important next step is working on enabling that partner. So I, I would start backwards with, what does your organization do to enable your customer and treat the partner as if they were an extension of your company and provide that enablement, um, training, education services about your company in general? Uh, I'd really uh, overinvest in that area so that you don't just sign a partnership, make a big to-do about it, but then when the rubber hits the road, the customer experience uh, isn't the best. Yeah, yeah. Actually, and one one follow up to that, just from uh, again from the customer perspective, are there customer insights or are there ways to kind of gather data or feedback from customers that might point you in the right direction as far as partners to to approach? Or you know, is that have you have you worked in in ways like that? Yeah, I think one of the things that. Uh, we do and other companies do well is, is actually surveying customers and you have a couple of different uh, opportunities. It could be a standard survey to talk about what other solutions that they use within their company. So as you start getting an understanding of their, their tech stack, you can, you can go and look at which partners you want to integrate with. 
But we also have other opportunities. We have a customer advisory board, and, and that's when we can have a, usually it's a face-to-face meeting or these days over Zoom, where you can have a, a longer discussion of what makes sense for us to build and deliver to the marketplace versus who should we go partner with based off of some of our customer suggestions. So I think if you're in early days, a survey is an easy way to get the word out to your customers so you have a better understanding of what what makes sense. But nothing beats the, uh, the longer discussion and just a deeper dialogue about what makes sense. Wonderful. Yeah, I love love the idea of the the customer advisory board. That's that's great. Well, uh, Bernie, thanks so much for joining the show. Um, for those listening, what's the best way for them to keep up with you and um, what exactly is doing? So on the uh, on the corporate standpoint, from exactly uh, view, we have a, a LinkedIn page, which is a great way to see what we're doing. We're actually hosting a live series, a LinkedIn live series called Sales Hacks with Exactly. The first episode is in, on July 13th, so I'd go there. Our website is always a great place to, to see what we're doing and really understand that. And we're coming out, we always come out with different studies. I think the, the next one we have coming out in July is um, the great resignation trends within the industry, including job changes. So it gives you a, an outlook on that. That's on the Exactly side. On a personal note, I, I have a little fun hobby called BK Life Hacks, which is just inspirational quotes that I throw up on, on Instagram. So you can see what, what I'm doing there. That was born as little inspirational nuggets that I would give the sales team during sales kickoffs nice. after I tell them what our departments are doing. So those are two ways of keeping in touch with us. Wonderful. Well, again, I'd like to thank Bernie Kassar, Chief Customer Officer at Exactly for joining the show. Thanks for listening to The Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom. Talk to you next week. Thanks again for listening to The Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom podcast, brought to you by Tech Systems. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can access more episodes of the show at www.theagilebrand.show. To get a copy of my latest book, Meaningful Measurement of the Customer Experience, visit my website at gregkillstrom.com. Until next week, stay agile.